0: Tomorrow is decision day for five-star defensive tackle Kamarian Franklin. Can the Miami Hurricanes pull off the upset?
1: You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And hopefully it's a good weekend coming up. Although... Sometimes you got to set the bar low because uh, I'm wondering how this is going to play out recruiting-wise. Brian Smith, who's not only a colleague of mine at All Hurricanes, but he's the recruiting expert here on the On Network, joins us. Brian, I hope your week is treating you well so far.
1: Doing well. Getting ready to uh, figure out which game I'm going to tonight. Thinking about going to see Miami Central, but it depends on where the rain is here in Florida. I know how this game works. You wait a little later in the day to make that
0: decision. That's a great point. By the way, every time Brian joins us, he's brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, It's been a real interesting week trying to track Camarian Franklin before he makes his announcement tomorrow on Saturday, Brian, because already within the past week, we've had crystal balls dropping for Auburn and then either today or last night a crystal ball dropped for Ole Miss and then there's some chatter on the Miami side that Miami is still fighting and they feel like they're still in it for him so uh do you think there's a chance that maybe even at this point Camarion may not know for sure what he's going to do and the people around him certainly don't
1: welcome to 2023 recruiting this is the norm and it's a very frustrating one for guys like you and me But it's also reality. We always have to start with the the main point here. 17 years old. When you were 17, Alex, how often did you change your mind?
0: Oh, every five minutes.
1: (laughs) Now imagine if you're in Camarion Franklin shoes and you have offers from what, 40 schools? Yeah. Not an easy decision. Let's start with the basics there. And then the other part of it, he's visited a bunch of these schools several times. And it's just hard, man. He's got a great relationship with Miami, with Auburn, Tennessee, and Ole Miss. Those are the finalists. I've heard something different on him 10 times in the last two months. The latest buzz I heard was Auburn, but then your point about Ole Miss, I would talk to somebody on the Ole Miss side yesterday. They feel good too. And
0: I'm like, okay, hands in the air. (laughs) Where he goes is where he goes. Uh And then the word out of Miami is Miami. And I I heard the same thing about Colin Simmons. It didn't go their way that they, they feel like they've done everything they can possibly do. And just the decision is in their hands. And I know Miami has been pretty aggressive this week. So I'm, I'm not completely ruling Miami out of it, but I'm with Brian. My gut is telling me Auburn. That's just based on the combination of, you know, 10, 15 different sources on how this is going. That's what my gut tells me. It's going to be Auburn. I hope I'm wrong.
1: Look, I'm not here to just choose sides. I'm here to give the news. Yeah. That was my thought going into yesterday. Then I talked to somebody that is directly tied to the Ole Miss staff. And then that was brought in. I'm like, okay, this is just, I wonder if the kid in this happens, has told multiple staffs that he's coming. That could happen. And he's just changing his mind. If that's the case, I hope he just, blows it off and pushes back the commitment, but I I have no idea. There's nothing worse than a kid committing and two weeks later he's taking a bit, you know, that could happen. That's the second part of this, Alex. I think you've heard of this before commit and then take visits. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I would be surprised regardless of which institution Camarian Franklin chooses on Saturday, that it's not a situation
0: where he takes at least one or two more visits thereafter. That's my strong inclination. Now, anytime Miami doesn't land somebody they target, I'm always disappointed, but I would be extra disappointed about this one just based on the number of visits Franklin has made to Miami. Five. Five. You're talking about five and and four of those unofficials on his own dime. He's gotten a lot of work in with Jason Taylor. So it's like, you know, and, and I get it that especially in 2023, the whole track the visits thing probably doesn't carry as much weight as it used to. But if you track the visits, it feels like Miami should be in really good shape here
1: the only school he's been to more is Ole Miss but he lives 40 minutes from the school right and you this just from his history when a school targets a kid and he's arguably the best player in the state of Mississippi when they target a kid early and they recruit him vehemently and, and Ole Miss has either the kid commits early or they don't go there I'd, I'd ruled Ole Miss out a while back because I'm like he's been there Freaking 20 times in the last two years. So yeah, there's a lot of ways you can look at it, but that made me fearful for them. Cause it was too much. Why isn't he committing? Yeah. Miami had the perfect blend official visits, unofficial visits. And then he camped with Jason Taylor. You and I sit there and watched it. So that's why I was thinking for the longest time, they're going to get this kid. They're going to surprise the world. They're going to get this kid. And then the Auburn Ole Miss things come out. And that's when I, again, I just put my hands up. I don't, I don't, I, wherever he goes, We'll all know then. I, I, yesterday was kind of the final culmination for me saying,
0: I'm out. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, and in uh, a week from tomorrow, another five-star defensive lineman, David Stone, is going to be announcing his commitment. And, you know, I know that there has been for a long time a lot of confidence from the Oklahoma Sooners, and he's originally from that area, plays at IMG, but he's from Oklahoma. Um, you know I, I, I get the sense that there there's some quiet confidence from Miami's side just with some of the progress they're making with him. Um, so uh, what do you look what's the and I know you you saw Stony recently you're at IMG Media Day. Mm-hmm. what what sense do you get on how his process is going?
1: Well, we all interviewed him and Warway knows it's the same people that go interview him every time at IMG because you have to cover that school. Yeah. And I asked him about Michigan State, about Miami, etc. He's going to announce, I believe it's the 26th, if off the top yes. of my head. Yeah. Um, and I asked him about these schools. He had he I, I posted this on my Twitter. Miami did the greatest edit of all time with the picture of his brother. I don't know if you saw that.
0: I, I did. I saw He's your, got over a yeah.
1: hundred thousand likes. They sent a picture of his brother, who's like six, literally, in Miami. D train or something like that. And he, he was all about it. And he had showed me, he'd just gotten a text from like Cristobal. They're all over him. They've done as good a job of recruiting David stone as a staff can. So yeah. first off, and I don't know for sure where he's going or anything. If they don't get him, I ain't blaming the staff. They've, they've done a great job. Second, I still hear all things leading to Norman but he's going to take another visit probably to Miami from what talking to him. And so doesn't is that, another
0: one. isn't that a no, no with Venables? Cause does, doesn't he come from that whole uh, Dabo culture of they hate it when verbal commits take visits elsewhere. I don't, I don't know if Venables is as hard on that as Dabo is.
1: Here's the deal. We're going to find out Yeah, because two things, number one, and this, this isn't an Oklahoma podcast, but this is a great way to look at it. When you're recruiting national top 10 to top 20 kids, no pro coach, no college coach, no high school coach will ever say this publicly. Those kids get to make decisions, other ones don't. Mm. It's just true. Look at Ohio State, had that rule. There's a certain receiver you and I talk about often on this podcast <laughs> that has basically flipped the bird to that.
0: Yeah. What
1: do you not? If, yeah. Okay, we're not going to recruit Jeremiah. Smith. You, there's just certain rules. Good point. And that's why Clemson's recruiting hasn't been quite the same, to be honest. Yeah. With the trend in the last three, four years. They can't recruit in Florida very much because Florida kids take visits. It's just the way it is. So Stone, if they go by that, he won't end up at Oklahoma. I'll bet you money on that. Now, I'm not saying he won't commit to the Sooners on the 26th, but if you tell Stone he can't take a trip to wherever in the fall, and he's going to visit Alabama. He openly talked about it with us. He's taking a visit to Alabama in the fall. Yeah, This could be a wild finish to the David Stone recruitment.
0: That's crazy. And, you know, David Stone, of course, an IMG Academy standout. Uh, I want to ask Brian on the other side about a couple of uh, former IMG players who are entering their true freshman season at Miami. Get some scouting reports on Jaden Wayne, who's having a really good camp. And Riley Williams has been super impressive to me. And also on this episode, um, I didn't want to do it this early, but since we wanted it published and it has already dropped today, I'm going to give you my win-loss prediction for the Canes in 2023. And, Bri- and I think you're going to like Brian's. Brian is going to give you his <laughs> Miami win-loss right. prediction for 2023. So, in other words, we are only getting started on this episode of Locked on Canes. eBay Motors has been so good to us out there. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And to the everydayers, if you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level, sign up for our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext i include a link in the show description below i give you guys recruiting scoops and we've given you like 20 different perspectives on kamari and franklin on there in the last couple of days recruiting scoops practice updates breaking news one-on-ones with me and we answer a lot of your subtext questions on the show so if you want to join the community you can sign up and try it free for 14 days you have nothing to lose clicking the link in the show description below. And then if you want to opt in after two weeks, it's $4.99 a month after that. We give you a lot of added value on there. Uh, It's always great to have Brian Smith on with us. So, you know, Brian, uh, from a current IMG Academy player to a former one, uh, I'm more than happy to talk about Jaden Wayne because he's really uh, been having a good uh, past week or so at fall camp. And I was out there at the Canes Fest scrimmage. He's playing mostly against third teamers, but he got three sacks. In the scrimmage last week, and you know maybe he might not have the immediate impact of a Ruben Bain, but I can see Jaden Wayne being kind of a sleeper to make some big plays this year. This is
1: something I haven't understood for quite a while. It maybe it's a location deal. Your your point is right. He did play at IMG Academy, but Jaden is from the state of Washington, I believe Tacoma. Yeah, that's He's right. He's up there. It's look, think about the national scuttlebutt right now. It's about conference realignment, right? Well, it's awkward for those teams going to the Big Ten. Well, it's awkward for us as scouts to get up there. So before his senior year, hardly anybody had seen Jaden, but he had offers from everybody. It was a weird combination because, you know, they'll have one or two great players in Washington every year, but he was one of those guys, didn't do a ton of interviews, committed to Miami, and he fits the profile of an NFL defensive lineman. He's tall. He's at least 6'5", got extremely long arms. I'm sure you saw the picture that the University of Miami put out on Twitter. His length gives him a chance to do things other guys cannot, even by long-arm standards, because he's a very powerful young man. He is the future of Miami's strong side defensive end, and I think he can play some inside long-term in passing situation. He's a versatile recruit for the Hurricanes. I'm not surprised he's making noise because he was at IMG. He was skilled anyway. And, I mean, Jason Taylor is coaching him. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that he's pretty demanding. He's a Hall of Famer. They gave him the jacket. He did not buy it. There's going to be a big learning curve for any freshman. But if he's making noise, that means he's picked up on what Jason Taylor is telling Jaden Wayne.
0: Very good sign for the Canes and Miami fans as well. And Jaden Wayne is not the only player Miami signed out of IMG Academy by way of the Pacific Northwest. That's right. Because tight end Riley Williams – is another one, Brian, and uh, I don't know, Maybe more people need to start scouting the Pacific Northwest. These guys wouldn't have to all move to Florida to get noticed by scouts. But uh, R- Riley Williams is someone who, uh, you know, from from the first uh, few days of fall camp, and I talked about it on the show. Super impressed not only by his size and his and his smooth route running, but by his hands. Like he has very very soft hands. And then it was explained to me or reminded to me that he comes from a high level basketball background as well we've seen a lot of tight ends over the years uh come from that and you know basketball background tony gonzalez antonio gates it's a good uh it's a good background to convert to tight end to and you know what what did you take from riley williams scouting him at img academy
1: he's a kid that just catches everything he's um i hate to use the most recent comparison but it's a great one will mallory like will caught a lot of balls you're like oh that's not oh nice catch you know what <laughs> what I mean? that, You know, that play where the ball just doesn't look like it's going to work out, and then the guy makes the play. Riley can do that too. Very adept in the open field making guys miss for a big guy. But most importantly, he finds a way to get open underneath. Being a tight end is rough because you're going to get hit. You're going to take pounding. He's a physical kid. He'll play in the middle of the field. He can play some at slot, not wide. He did that in the future 50 last year. They had a seven-on-seven And he's going against elite corners and safeties, and he was making catches. I mean, these are elite players, and he was fine. If he can do it against them, we're good. It's just a matter of when he gets on the field. Miami's got some pretty good talent at tight end. It's just who's healthy. I know we're all anxious to see Arroyo, et cetera. But Riley Williams is one of those kids that's going to make an impact for the Canes. I'm telling you, he's going to be a really good player, especially watch him in the red zone. You're going to trust guys as a quarterback that have special hands, Riley does. All
0: right, when we come back, uh this is uh this is exciting because I held out for this long all summer and going back to the end of last year, up to this point I had not revealed my win-loss prediction for the 2023 season. Um it has been published. You can check it out at allhurricanes.com and Brian Smith, who's my colleague on that site, also has his Win loss prediction. You can check out all the staff predictions. We will reveal and explain when we come back. How many games is Miami going to win this coming season, 2023? Keep it locked right here to Locked On Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. For the everydayers, you know we're here for you every single day. And if you know if any good news or bad news pops this weekend in recruiting or otherwise, we will cover it. We do a lot of weekend episodes as well on Locked On Canes. So for the Everydayers, We are here for you, and if you want to support the show, sign up for our subtext service with the link in the show description below, or just click the thumbs up on this video. Hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and leave us a five-star review if you have time to do that. That goes a long way. All right, so uh, Brian Smith, I I look at uh, here's what the odds makers think heading into this season. Over under seven and a half wins for the Miami Hurricanes. These are the fan duel odds. And so, and if you look at where the juice is, um, they actually think it's more likely Miami wins fewer, which would be seven or less, than over. Because uh, if you go under 7.5 minus 134 odds, which means you have to lay 134 bucks to win $100 back. But if you go over, Seven and a half, you get plus 110 odds at that. So you'd win $110 back on a $100 bet. Uh, so, Brian, before before I give out mine, um, I'm, people will really like yours. Uh, what do you think Miami's record is going to be coming <coughs> up in 2023?
1: Nine and three. Oh. And the reason I'm picking nine and three is a combination of history, having some insight like you do to what's going on, and just my strong belief, yeah, this historically, Offensive line play for any program dictates wins and losses as much as anything. Because your quarterback, look at what happened to Miami last year. Yeah. Tyler was running for his life, got hurt two different times. How good was Tyler the year before in the back half when they were protected him pretty good? Yeah. yeah. I mean, your quarterback is only as good as his protection. Right. He's healthy again. He's comfortable with Shannon Dawson's offense. He's a senior I think Miami will be the media darling for the surprise team nationally, and I'm not saying that because I'm the All-Hurricanes publisher. I'm saying that Mm -hmm. because they have all the ingredients that I usually go with. O-Line is completely revamped. You got Cohen. You got Lee, two guys that are going to get paid to play football added. And then there's this guy from American Samoa that I've heard about, and I think you have too. (laughs) He's going to be really good. uh, Francis, is going. he's a special talent. I think their offensive line is going to carry them in some games and I'm picking them to win at least one of Clemson or Florida state mm. Florida state game in particular is the one I think they're going to upset that rivalry game. It's, it's something that I am fascinated with and have been for over 30 years. There's a lot of games in that, in that series where it's an upset. They're both teams are good, yeah. but being on the road, hasn't really mattered that much. They know each other really well. Road road and home doesn't matter. And after last year when Florida State spanked Miami, they're going to have a little something for them. I think
0: Miami's going to win on the road. So I, I love that insight. And so the difference in our predictions is basically that Florida State game. And and just so people know, for the re- I haven't said this on the record all off long, but I'm going eight and four. Um, which it's obviously, you know, some of you are saying, "Come on, Dono, be more bullish." I thought you were the the positivity guy. You know, eight, eight and four is a pretty hefty improvement from five and seven last yeah, year. It and it's, um, you know, I, honestly, I think if Miami had like Louisville's schedule, and Louisville's a good team, but they've got probably the easiest yeah. schedule in the conference. If Miami had Louisville's schedule, I'd be thinking they can win nine or ten games. The reason why I'm going eight, and I hope Brian's right about that Florida State game because I have that one penciled in as a loss. So I have Florida State, Clemson, uh, Penciled in as losses. I do have Miami uh, and probably North Carolina, by the way, probably Penciled in as a loss as well. I do think Miami can pull off an upset against Texas A&M at home week two. would be, I guess, a pretty big upset because for some reason they're seven-and-a-half-point underdogs in that game. I think that's a big number. I'm not a numbers guy,
1: betting guy, but that seems high to me.
0: Yeah, so I, I think Miami can win that game, but they'll, they'll probably lose to Florida, Florida State, North Carolina. And then I just I feel like they're going to trip up somewhere else unless they're completely changing the identity to a point where, you know, they can put some of those past stumbling blocks behind them. But you know, you've got some tough games against Louisville, NC State, even Boston College at the end of November. That That's the not going to be a walk on a is- road trip. Yeah, it's
1: terrible for South Florida kids. It's terrible. You cannot yeah. prepare for cold weather. That's that was a game that I didn't like at all either.
0: Yeah, so I think they're going to trip up in one of those. And so yeah, that, that's why I'm I'm going eight and four. Um, you know, if uh, I guess I've got I could have a margin for error of you know one win or loss in either direction. But nine and three sounds better to me. So I, I hope they can I hope they can pull <laughs> it off. And listen, uh, you know, I I wouldn't mind taking that over, getting a plus one ten odds at that. You can check that out at FanDuel.com, the official. Sportsbook have locked on. Uh, so the hurricane's over under seven and a half wins. And yeah, as far like Brian, what has to, if the Canes are going to win nine games this year, um, you know, you talked about the quarterback play. Um, what kind of a season does that defense need to have? Because there's obviously going to be a lot of pressure on someone like Leonard Taylor to put it all together consistently this year. And the defensive backfield, which at the cornerback position looks a lot different than it looked last year, they've got to really have a great year this year.
1: I think Ahmad Moten and a few other kids need to step up at D-tackle. Yeah. I mean, they've got several different guys. Dean, the kid transferred from Purdue – I'm curious if it goes one of two ways, and it it could be a combination. Do they have a really solid one-two punch at tackle, or they just constantly rotate? I don't think we know yet.
0: Right, we don't.
1: And, like, let's just use the Florida State game because everybody's familiar with that program. They can run the football. If you're going to play Florida State and have success, if you can't slow it, and they got some running backs, they've got some talented players, if you can't slow that down, you're not beating them. You might. They ran the that same
0: counter 32 times last year, and then Miami had well, that no answer. Was,
1: Miami at the end of last year was a shell yeah. of itself. They lost their confidence. Guys are yeah. pointing finger. It was everything that could go wrong, and Florida State took advantage to their credit. Yeah, sure. Advantage last year to the Owls, but this year Moten is way different player. Taylor's a year older. They got Dean. I think they're going to be better there. But the key, I think, for the run defense, and this is the key overall for the defense is Francis's brother, Francisco Maligoa, at middle linebacker. He's a leader. He's a naturally instinctive young man. And I think he's going to help them improve their run defense at least 15, 20 yards per game, which probably doesn't sound like a ton to a lot of people, but that's like a key third down stop here or there. And if you're in close games, one third down stops the difference between going to a major bowl and going to seven and five, you know, and going to whatever you can get. That's why coaches often talk about Alex. It's the little details. It is. I know that's boring and cliche, but by golly, it's true. So I think the talent up the middle is improved enough where Miami's defense is going to help them win some games. And it won't just be a key pass from Van Dyke or a great run from A.J. Allen, whatever. The defense will have a lot to do with this as well.
0: want to make sure you follow Brian on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at FBScout underscore Florida. (laughs) Check out his work and mine at allhurricanes.com. And make sure you go to allhurricanes.com if you want to see the full staff predictions. So eight and four for me, nine and three for Brian. Uh, Chalupa Batman has a pick on there. The lefty Liam has a pick on there. Uh, Rowdy has a pick on there. The full staff predictions at allhurricanes.com. And, uh, and guys, thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We will talk to you next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.